on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. I've got your life hack today. Uh, if you're... <laughs> If you're around a thermostat that's got that little plastic box around it so you can't adjust it, but you are cold and you want it to get warmer, mm-hmm. put an ice put an ice pack uh, on the plastic. Shut up. <laughs> Listen to this. Put an ice pack on the plastic <laughs> lock just... box. It'll trick the thermostat into thinking it's freezing and kick the heat on. That's, that's genius, right? That's pretty funny. So this is like a like a public place normally yeah, 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 where they yeah. put the box around so nobody yeah. touches it. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. You see the thermostat. You've got the big plastic box. You can't touch it. And then all of a sudden you put an ice pack on it. Bada boom, bada bang. <laughs> get it done. That is amazing. It really, really is amazing. So you can try wow, that out. Right. Let us know how it goes. I mean, you also have to be able to figure out how to... Get an ice pack, uh, bring it to wherever you need to bring it, your office, and then set There's it some on planning. there. There's yeah, some yeah, yeah. strategy involved. Yeah, you'll have to right. figure it out. Uh, yesterday, I was a ball of nerves in the parking lot. I mean, a ball of nerves. And I, I have to know if I made the right decision or if I was rude or I was a jerk. So I went to the store. I had to get, I had to get a few things yesterday. And it was just, it was packed. It's always packed, I feel like. But I'm telling you, I found like the perfect spot. I found a spot by a curb and by the cart buggy collecting area, right? The cart return. So, yeah. So it was, it was one of those things where I was like, this spot opened up. So I was really excited. So I park into this spot. It's near the front. I go in, whatever. I do my thing. I get my errands. But I also, I picked up a hot dog. And I wanted to eat a hot dog, okay? So I'm rolling out my cart. I'm unloading my cart into my car. And then I've got, I put the little hot dog in on the passenger seat. And my plan is, okay, I've got to drive home after this. So I am going to unload my groceries into my car, return the cart, and I'm going to sit and eat my hot dog. And then I'm going to leave. That is my plan. Okay. So you're going to eat the hot dog in the car before you leave the parking lot of the store. I'm not going to eat a hot dog while I'm driving. Bad idea. And you didn't want to eat it inside? I didn't, like want, no, food no, I didn't want to eat it inside. I wanted to eat in my car. I love eating in my car. It's one of my favorite things to do. So I'm like, I want to eat in my car. So I return the cart. And as I'm returning the cart, I see this big old truck come by. And it's driving through trying to find a spot. And immediately sees me with my trunk open. I'm returning the cart. I'm walking towards the driver's seat door. Oh, they and think that. And the guy oh. just stops. Oh, yeah. He's waiting for your spot. Engines on. He is waiting for my spot. And I just, as I'm walking and I'm I'm returning the cart and I'm walking across the aisle of the parking lot, I see, and I don't make eye contact, but I see the man stop and he is excited. Not only does he stop, Lauren, he angles his truck to be able to pull into, because he's got a big old lifted truck, to angle his truck to pull into he's my ready. spot. And I could tell so, with his truck, he wanted to buy a so curb. He's so he's doing what him. I've done a lot. And that is when I'm especially in a busy parking lot and you cannot find oh, an open packed. spot. You see someone loading in their car. You can wait a couple seconds, wait for them to pull out. He thinks you're ready to leave because that's the normal yep. thing. Once oh, you load absolutely. up your car, you're, you're out of there. My trunk was still open. So there's there's no, I mean, I, I know he was waiting for my spot. Right, right, right. The only thing he could have done more is he could have put on his turn signal to let everyone know. So he's just waiting. So my plan is I'm going to eat the hot dog in my car because I don't want the hot dog mm-hmm. to get cold. Mm-hmm. It's about 14 minutes. I know the exact time. 14 minutes from the store to our house. It's going to be cold by then. I don't want to be distracted. It's got mustard. It's got relish on it. I want to enjoy this hot dog. <laughs> so I'm naturally conflicted. So do you like tell the guy or like what do you? I, I All these things are crossing my mind, Lauren. I'm going, do I go up? Do I tell him, hey, I'm going to eat this hot dog? Do I just leave? And do I park into another spot? And do I just go to the back of the lot to eat my hot dog? If there's even a spot. If there's even a spot. Plus then I got to get out, whatever. Do I just go home? Do I eat it on the way home? Do I wait? I decided in total, total opposite of my fashion, I sat and ate the hot dog. Oh, and eventually the guy left. So he never took the spot because he you never stayed took there. the spot. Oh I waited for a honk. I waited for a what the heck. I okay. waited for a middle finger. I, I know you're going to ask the question. I am. What you should have done what here. What should I have done? And I am not going to help you at all because I actually cannot decide. Because I feel like I if, ate if the I'm hot the guy, dog. I've been truck guy. I'm normally truck guy where I'm waiting to get into a spot. I wait. Somebody pulls out. I get in, especially if you see someone loading their kids in the car or loading their groceries into the car and they're about to get in. Did you start your car? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I, so he sees I, the car running. He thinks yeah, you're about to put it in reverse. That's what's worse. I wanted to run the car because I wanted to listen to the radio. Like I wanted to turn on my car. 
So my lights go on, everything goes on, and I ate the hot dog. And thank goodness I have nice tinted windows because I just sat there and I I purposely oh, was wow. like, don't look to your so, side. Okay, so I've been him before, so I'm frustrated if I'm him. But also you, I, that's your spot. And it's, it's my your spot, spot, right? Until you leave. And I thought this. So if I think I, it's fair. If I get out and I have to explain, hi, sir, I want to eat my hot dog. I like to eat it in my car. I don't want to go... I just thought I'm just going to wait. Well, you don't owe an explanation yeah. to him. It's still technically your spot while it's your wheels are in spot. it. It's still my spot. But what's the societal good thing to do? Should I have left the spot? Because, man, he waited and he waited. I was about halfway done with the hot dog and then finally he left. But he's thinking, what is this guy doing? And I yeah. ate the hot dog. Wow. So, six, eight, that, seven, that one, nine. That is a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. Oh, you feel like pressure. someone's breathing down your neck. And it's big lifted truck. I mean, he could have crushed my car. He could have <laughs> just drove right over it. So, six, eight, seven, one, nine. Did I make the right choice? And I think it, I think it's fair. Am I fair to eat my hot dog in the car and wait till I'm done and then leave? Because I wanted to eat it right there. It's my spot. But wow. is it still rude? I'm surprised you did it. I know. It, oh, it's not it went, like you. It went against everything I believe in. But it felt great because it was a nice, warm hot dog. It's Joey and Lauren's Trending Stories. Police officers in Oregon are looking for Prince Charming, is what they're saying, because there's a burglar who uh, shoplifted and left his shoes behind. So now they have his shoes, Sounds and it's good. kind of like a whole Cinderella thing. They're like, oh, look at this. So wait, the bell of the ball. This burglar, take was he nice enough to take off his shoes? So this was a, a supermarket, okay? Oh. Uh, and he grabbed um, some cases of beer and then made a run for it. Ran without Ran paying right for it. Shoes. shoes were found at the crime scene because his shoes must have been too loose or something. And as he was uh, running off, he lost a shoe. I feel like you'd want to make sure your shoes are secure if you're going to rob a grocery store. By the way, a pair of light pink and red Nike Air Force Ones. Nice oh, shoes. Wow, those are nice shoes. Those are expensive. It's probably because he's he saving. For it's yeah. probably because he's saving so much money, not paying for other things. He's like, if you want nice shoes, just steal your groceries. It works out every time. They have both of the shoes, which he lost both, which I think is kind of. That's kind of crazy. I understand losing one, but both shoes at the crime scene? Yeah, he must not have tied them. Yeah, he must not have. But uh, they both are now in a plastic evidence bag where police officers are saying, if you know the owner of these shoes, we need to talk to him. See if the shoe fits. Prince Charming is what they're saying. Yeah, why? Oh, because of I kept thinking. I thought you were first going to say like even the mugshot or something is like super handsome. You ever uh, see that? Well, maybe, yeah. There was a website. Like, why am I feeling this way when yeah. I'm looking at this criminal and their mugshot? Every once things. in a while, I'll see like a targeted ad and it'll be like the most attractive women mugshots 2022. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? What targeted ads do you have? I mean, it, wasn't, it wasn't for me. It was <laughs> for somebody else. Oh, obviously. This is for a friend. Um, also, the top... Google searches for people this past year. Google released the year in search. So you're able to see what was the most searched people on Google. Uh, Who do you think? Yeah, I bet Elon Musk is on there, right? Elon Musk, okay. I'm going to say. I'm going right. to go The Rock because I just feel like The Rock, He's he was in a new movie this year. Okay. Um, Who am I missing? Who am I missing, Lauren? I'm missing somebody. I don't know. Okay. I got Elon and you're The right. Rock. Um, you're wrong. It's Adam Levine topped the list. He was the most Googled person. Adam Levine? Because of the whole scandal, probably, with yeah, the but cheating. Yeah, still, like and, a, the whole Instagram where he's I like know. a mess. Yeah, he was the still- most Googled. And then, who else? I You're going to slap yourself if you forget this. I'm going to slap myself? Is it like a? I'm Star saying that Wars instead of you're gonna you're gonna kick yourself for not knowing. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah. slap yourself for not knowing. Slap, slap. Oh, Will Smith. Yes, Will Smith. Will, Will Smith. Smith. I'm like, come on. Yeah, I'm yeah, giving yeah. You a yeah. Full Will Smith, hit there. Chris Rock. People wanted to watch yeah, that video. I'm sure. There, but also, Mary J. Blige, and I don't know why she was searched uh, so much. Super Bowl halftime. Maybe wasn't it this last? That's I mean, pro- that's probably it. But I'm like, right that? at the beginning yeah. of the year. You're right. You think it would be someone else? I would think it would be Elon Musk because of the Twitter, the buying Twitter. I just thought The Rock, I'm surprised Adam Levine is the most Googled person. Also, what made the top search on Google is was actually a song. And if you remember, this song went crazy. Oh, yeah. Yep. The In most searched song on Google. We don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, I haven't seen this in a while. Our son used to watch it constantly. Oh, he was obsessed constantly. with it. Yeah, now he doesn't really care about it. Yeah, so those are your uh, top searches, I guess, for people and, and songs. But yeah, Adam Levine, a lot of people were curious about that whole situation. I mean, even though it was obviously because of a controversy and him uh, maybe cheating on his wife, 
Do you think he's proud of that, that he was the most Googled person? <laughs> I sure hope not. I, I know, but you're that talking about dude, people with big egos. He, Will Smith and Adam Levine, two people that people don't like anymore. Yeah, I, I feel like Will Smith truly like has kind of fallen. He's got a new it, movie coming out, and he even said, he's like, I understand if people never want to watch it because they're mad at me. I'm glad I watched the movie where he played uh, Serena and Venus Williams' dad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Prince I watched Char- King, Charles? King, King, King Charles. King Richard. Oh, King Richard. <laughs> King, king Charles. Charles is the king that yeah, he became yeah, yeah. king this year. Oh, well, how about that? They they weren't the most Googled. No. I Googled the royal family so many times. The fact listen, I listen, we're in America, so it's not like we should be obsessed with the royals. But the fact that the queen died and Adam Levine still beat her out on Google searches, <laughs> there's a problem there. And we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also saw that uh, a lot of people are saying that they've actually called in sick to work over a bad hair day. This blows my yeah, mind. There's I mean, 12% of people, 12% of people are saying, I've called into work well, sick because of listen, a bad hair day. If, if you can't wear a hat at work, right, and you have to be a very, you have to dress professionally, mm-hmm. I can understand maybe wanting to not go to work if your hair's struggling. I mean, I've never been in this situation for multiple reasons. A, I'm no bald. Hair, yeah. Uh, B, I wear a hat all the time, so I've never had to deal with this. But I wonder if, like, what, I had to wear a suit to work. boss, though? Like, do you tell your boss, so sorry, my hair's a mess? No, no, you don't tell him that. You don't have to be honest. I mean, if you're not lying to your boss, you ain't living. (laughs) I hope our boss isn't listening. Those are some of your trending stories. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up time. Uh, So Mark is trying to get a hold of Jamie. How about this for their second date? He's trying to go on a third date, so they've gone on a couple of times. Uh, He made homemade fondue. Which is pretty awesome. I mean, if it's good. I don't know. I mean, if it was Velveeta and Ritz crackers, that's a different story. But <laughs> That's true. What kind of fondue is this? But I, I've always wanted one of those like at-home fondue things, yeah. except the, the one thing that is keeping me from purchasing one of those is the cleaning. I feel like they'd be really hard to clean. Also, I, I feel like it's just one of those things you think you're going to eat fondue a lot and you just wouldn't do it. But Mark did it with Jamie, but now he's not getting a text back. So we got to figure out what's going on. Hello, Mark. Hello. Hi. So, so homemade fondue. This is is this uh I mean that's a pretty romantic thing at your house, right? Fondue is what I do. I I I got a uh, a fondue kit as a gift one year and and um I just, you know, once I started using it, it's like it's like the perfect romantic date as far as I'm concerned because mm. it's you know, it's it's sharing. It's there's, you know, there's kind of a process to it. Um you know, not to mention, I don't know. I, I I love I love all things cheese, but definitely fondue is kind of this this elevated experience of cheese and, and dipping things. Who decided that liquid food was so romantic? Because it's I think good. all of us feel that way. We're like, oh yeah, fondue. <laughs> that's romantic. But I'm like, why? It's like, it's like melted cheese and chocolate. <laughs> but it's good. It is. It it's is. Not nachos. Fondue. True. Yeah. So, so tell us how it went. Like, uh, Jamie comes over to your place. You guys have fondue. Was she into this? Like, did she know? I mean, how was it? Was it romantic? Well, we, yeah. I mean, I we, we made it. We we kind of sat there on. I have also these really nice pillows that that we kind of sit on and uh, lower tables. So it was kind of a you know very intimate. Wow. Yeah. Um, no romantic kidding. moment that you know. But it, but it, the thing is, at the end of the date, she didn't seem very grateful or. I don't know that she was into it, and now she hasn't. She hasn't responded to any of my texts or or calls, and so I was, you know, Got I, it. she lactose intolerant. I don't know. Well, that's mm. what. No, nah, I mean, hopefully she'd let you know. She I wonder wouldn't if, need it. Hopefully, maybe she she thought it was too much. Maybe she was like, "Whoa, we got pillows, we got fondue, we got romance, we and maybe." Ooh, did you have like it. candles and music too? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely okay. had, a, had a had a sweet playlist. Right. Okay. Maybe. Right. candles, but um, I mean, I, I was a I was a total gentleman. I wasn't, yeah. you know. I mean, no pressure, it was our yeah. second date, and I, I I figured it was a nice it was a nice thing to do. Okay. Go to restaurants, and restaurants are fine, but it gives you something to kind of complain about, like if if the service isn't perfect, yeah. blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think just taking control of the situation is is the best thing to do for. For date, yeah. especially when you're trying to get to know somebody. Well, let's do this. Let's play a song, come back, and call Jamie. All right, man? All right. Thanks. All right. So we got Mark with us. When we come back, figure out about this homemade fondue, very romantic date at Mark's house. Now we can't get a text back. We'll come back with Jamie's side. It's Makeup or Breakup, Joey and Lauren. Makeup or Breakup. 
with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's makeup or breakup. So Mark uh, has gone out a couple times with Jamie. He hasn't heard back after their second date when he invited her to his place for homemade fondue. He says it was romantic. We're wondering if it was too romantic. Yeah, he said some music and candles and pillows. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, so that's maybe a lot. it was a little much. Uh, and he, he says he felt like at the end she didn't really appreciate all the effort that he did, obviously, for that date. So we've got Jamie's number. Let's talk to Jamie. Hello? Hello, is this Jamie? Uh, yes, it is. It's Ty. Jamie, this is Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show, and uh, we wanted to give you a call. On our show, we try to help people out with their dating life. I know that seems like a lot, but we we are calling you on behalf of a guy that has been on a couple of dates with you named Mark. Just want to make sure first we have the right person. Did you go out on a date with Mark Fondue at his house? Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. I, I feel I sense it okay. like a like a awkwardness from you. Mark told us you've not no, been I'm just nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's okay. We're we're here to help you. Uh Mark said that you really haven't been responding to much of his communication and he does want to go out again and he's basically asked us to figure out from you what might be going on. And so could you tell us if there's a reason you haven't gotten back to him? Are you just busy? No, I mean, we've gone out a couple times, and I like him. I think he's great, but I'm really not interested in just sitting and watching a guy juggle for 20 minutes. Like, okay. I, that's not a fun like, date. He, like, he, like circus juggling, or are you using juggle in a different yeah. term? No, like, like, are there other like terms for juggling? Well, I don't know. Like, oh, he's so wait, juggling he, a lot he, of yeah, tasks. Yeah, yeah. So like he juggling. juggled. He juggled for you for twenty straight minutes. Yeah. Well, uh, it's a man of many yeah, talents. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I didn't know this happened. Um, okay, so so take us through this. How did it happen? Um. Well, he had like a fondue set that was pretty fun. Like, you know, I love cheese. It was romantic, yeah. I guess. Like, and. We're having a good time. Um, and then he was like, do you want to, like, I know how to juggle. Do you want to see me juggle? And I was like, okay. And I thought it would, you know, just be a quick thing, like, oh, cool. But then he, like, was adding in more balls. And all of a sudden, we're, like, 20 minutes in. And I'm just, like, <laughs> sitting there, like, I think I visibly probably looked, like, bored or annoyed. Got it. So you just, you, you, you thought the juggling okay. was cool, but Going not for 20 minutes. Juggling is it's impressive. Just, it is. Yeah. <laughs> my, my brother's a juggler, so I get it. Um, Jamie, Mark, the juggler, is with us. And so I'd like to know his defense of this. Mark, did you realize you were going on for 20 minutes, my man? Well, you know, when you're when you're in the flow zone. Exactly. Uh, oh, flow zone. Flow zone. You can, you, 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 can, you can lose track of time for sure, but it's also one of those things where you don't, like, if you're not dropping the ball, you want it, you want to keep, you want to just keep it going. I mean, I just, I just figured, I wanted to see, just see how long I could do it for. Because you it, thought it she kind liked of, you know, it. It is it true. Is this a move I, you bust really out for all, all the ladies? Is this something you do quite frequently? I mean, about as often as I, I, I was fondue, I suppose. But um, <laughs> it's a fondue and juggling. It's a one-two <laughs> you know, combo. A combo. <laughs> Mark, I love wow, this I'm man. Impressed. Okay. So, Scarves, fire. I can do fire. I can do. Uh, see, you know, that's cool. So. Pins, um, Mark, Mark, you're trying to show off maybe a little bit for it Jamie, show cool. a skill. And and Jamie, you like it. You're not saying, I don't want to date a juggler. You're just saying it was it's inconsiderate so to go on for 20 straight minutes. Yeah. Okay. This was like, I was like, he's obviously not paying attention to me because he would have seen that I was kind of like, That you were getting okay, bored. Yeah, but enough, when you're but juggling six balls, how do you pay attention to anybody besides the six balls? Time flies Let me ask juggling. you this, because we got to get going, but Mark and Jamie... Mark, if you promise to not bust out any of the juggling and go back to a traditional date where you're not going on for 20 minutes, would you be willing to do that? And Jamie, would you want to go on a more traditional date? I mean, I'm I'd I'd, I'd uh, forego the juggling for another date with you. Okay, well, Jamie, I would too. Yeah. Okay, so no more juggling. But Mark, we're this gonna have to so see funny. it sometime. But we're gonna we're gonna hook you Send guys us up a on video another of you date. Juggling, how about yes. that? Juggle at the you restaurant. Can follow me on TikTok. Oh, oh! Okay. all right. It's Joey <laughs> and Lauren. I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on demand. Time for the good stuff with Joey and Lauren in the morning. 
It's Joey and Lauren. It is time for your good stuff, your feel-good stories of the week. We do this every single Friday. Uh, 47 years ago in Minnesota, a man in Minnesota. Minnesota. He, yeah, 47 years ago, he uh, took out a book in the library, in his local library. Mm-hmm. Then he moved. He found this book 47 years later. Half a century later, he returned the book to the library with an apology letter and a donation to cover the cost of this new book. What? <laughs> but the library's like, okay. Yeah, like I... <laughs> we forgot 40, about this. <laughs> 47 years ago, returns the book, okay. handwritten apology letter, and then oh gives the money to donate a, did, uh, a new book. Did, did is the In the report, does it say how much money? I, I didn't see how much money. I will say it was a... It was like a home remodeling book. It wasn't like a novel. It was like mm-hmm. a how-to book, you know? Yeah. I mean, now everyone's like, yeah, you YouTube it. <laughs> I mean, you could build a house on YouTube. I honestly think you could build a house on YouTube. Oh, I think you could do a lot of I things I think right now. Like I tra- mean, I don't think I would buy the house if it was somebody that just looked at YouTube. I'd yeah, probably like, want an actual contractor. How but- did you build this? YouTube. I mean, you could. You absolutely could. Oh, yeah. So uh, shout out to that guy. I mean, that is that is a good moral compass on that man. That he he's like you know what forty seven years later I need to return this book. Also, this will make you cry. A twin sister saved her sister's life while still in the womb by sending out a distress signal, prompting doctors to deliver them early. So this is crazy. Both preemie babies. Mm-hmm. A lot of babies are born prematurely when you're twins. Uh, the girl's name is Poppy. Okay, mm-hmm. her heart rate began to waver on the monitor at thirty one weeks and five days into pregnancy. Which doctor said, okay, we got to deliver these twins. Delivered Poppy and her twin sister, Winnie. This is where the story gets nuts. Despite being the smaller of the twins, Poppy was actually healthy and nothing was wrong with her heart. So they have determined Poppy realized her twin sister was struggling and she sent out a distress signal. So she was in distress because of her twin. Yes. So So her twin is having health issues. Her twin was having issues. The twin sister was so worried, her heart started beating irregularly, and they wanted to deliver oh the babies. Gosh. So even and in so, the womb. And so the baby, the Winnie, the one that actually had problems, could have they could have lost her? Yes, they could have lost Poppy Winnie didn't, if Poppy didn't send them the oh signal that you needed to get them out of there. That is miraculous. Isn't that miraculous? It's miraculous. It's unexplainable. That's like incredible. Like your sister, your twin sister already hooking you up with a favor from not even day one. I don't know whatever day it is, right? Day negative. Yeah. And then do you, if your uh, poppy was the healthy one, do you hold that over your sister's head so. the rest of Absolutely. your life? Absolutely. I say, well, I saved your life if you're poppy, before you, you even say, born. Listen here, Winnie. I'm the one that gave everyone the signal to get you out of there. <laughs> oh, so you're welcome. Is, wow. That's incredible. But yeah, I just thought that was pretty awesome. Also, uh, last but not least, let's go to uh, two childhood best friends who were, quote, according to them and according to the parents, were joined at the hip where kids were reunited years later in a nursing home. So check this out. Best friends, childhood, one of the families moved. And way, way, way back in the day, you didn't have technology to be like, hey, follow me on Instagram. So they just, in the 1940s, they were best friends as kids. In the 40s. One of them moves away. They never hear from each other. They're in a nursing home in England. One of them says something, and then they go, oh, my gosh, you're... Gertrude or whatever. Oh and then they realized gosh. they were staying in the same exact that's nursing amazing. home years later. What are the odds? I know. That's pretty oh, awesome. Oh, they have a lot so, of catching up to do. Billy Gustin, my old childhood neighbor. I don't know what happened. Billy Gustin. Well, maybe you guys Shout will reunite in a, we'll in a nursing home see one See in the day. nursing home, buddy. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Man, I'm excited about this. Well, I, I should look at you. Should I be excited about this? Uh, I'm, so I'm looking at the text and they're still rolling in. Okay. So, a lot uh, of things that people are bringing up that I wouldn't have thought about. Okay, so let's set the stage. So I just want to give a quick recap. I did something that I normally would never do yesterday. So went to the store, had to run some errands. I got a hot dog on my way out. And my plan was, as I'm unloading my groceries, I said, okay, I'm going to put my groceries in my car. And I wanted to eat the hot dog in my car. I like eating in my car. I didn't want to try to eat it while I'm driving home. I didn't want to wait for it to get cold when I got home. So that was my plan. I had a great parking spot near the front. As I'm returning my car to the buggy area and I'm going back to my car, my trunk's open, truck is driving through the lot, stops, and is wanting my spot. I had already committed at that point I was going to stay in my car and eat the hot dog. Mm -hmm. So I was in a very, very crossroads situation. I didn't know what to do. I decided to stay and eat my hot dog. The guy waited. He waited. He waited. I was about halfway done, two and a half minutes in. He leaves. 
He didn't know no honk. I didn't have to deal with any controversy. But the whole time I'm no, like, he's waiting. He's absolutely waiting. Should I have gotten into a new spot? Should I have driven home? Should I have driven away? Should I have given up my spot? Or can I eat the hot right. dog in peace? A lot of text on this one. It says, uh, if that man is anything like my husband, he would be cussing you out in See, the parking lot. Before what... say, yeah, uh, I'd be very upset if you weren't moving. Because the assumption for truck guy is, oh, this guy's leaving. What did you waits, just say? Anyways, anyways, I know, assumption. Assumption. What does That's assuming mean? Yeah, we know. What if I was going to go back into the store? What if I was waiting for my spouse or my friend that was in the store. I'm really glad you brought that up. I love this text. It says, I have been in the car eating before and I've been honked at while doing so. Oh my word. On one particular time, I actually unrolled my window and I told the gentleman I was waiting for the rest of my family. I wasn't, but he didn't need to know that. Yeah, so like, (laughs) what would you do? So for instance, let's say we both go into the store. You're returning something. You're getting something else. And then you look like a jerk thinking, I'm just holding up my spot. Now, that wasn't the case. I right. was all by myself. This text says, how hard would it have been for you to move to a different spot and allow him to have your prime parking spot? Not very hard. Definitely what you would want someone to do for you. It's a do unto others kind of thing. It's also a hot dog. And I was three <laughs> extra minutes. And I'll be honest, I just wanted to also, finish the hot dog. this text kind of upset at you. Joey, why not eat your hot dog while you drive? I've never had the patience to sit there and eat. You have no responsibility to the other car to move. However, you knew the truck was waiting, so I would have left and eaten on the way home. Mustard and relish everywhere. No also napkins. Not super safe. It's not like a, something as easy as like a corn dog. Yeah, a corn I, dog's easier to eat because you just hold the stick. And again, mustard, relish, yeah. no napkins. That was a risk I was t- going to take. But I knew I knew there was mustard. I knew there was relish. Yeah. And I knew I had no napkin. I ain't driving while eating that. This one says, yes, 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 yes. You were in the right. Glad you got to enjoy your hot dog. Well, I was. Can I tell you? I was sweating bullets while eating the hot dog. <laughs> you probably didn't enjoy it. And again, remind you, guy jacked up truck. Okay, this wasn't this wasn't an older woman in a Prius. This was a guy that could have run little, me over. Yeah, it was maybe a little bit more intimidating. Yeah, yeah. This text says, uh, "Absolutely, you don't need to leave yet. When you're looking for a parking spot, you should be looking for an open spot." not trying to jump into somebody else's. So they're saying that guy should have just been looking for an open spot from the beginning. However, we've all been there. You see somebody loading up and it's, it's in a so, busy yes, lot. Yes. Listen, we all know what store you were at. Yep. We know what store you were at and we know it's crazy busy. It was. It was crazy busy and I just, I went for it. I'm not saying I'll make that decision every time. I may, I may totally move next time. But at that moment, I wanted that hot dog. Mind yeah. you, I wasn't feeling well. I, I, I mean, I wasn't planning to get a hot dog, but I really wanted it. So it was kind of a splurge, you know, binge eating <laughs> situation. And, the, you know, this texture's from Atlanta. They said, I'm from Atlanta. Busy parking uh, is standard everywhere. The nice thing to do is just to wave the person waiting on and signal somehow that you aren't leaving right away. Okay. So let's say I do that. I also feel like, is that kind of a passive aggressive to be like, man, I'm not leaving yet. Also, hand signals when you're behind the wheel of a car can be interpreted so differently yeah. to somebody else. You could be doing a friend like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm still going to be here. And he could look at it as, get out of my way, idiot. You know what I'm you saying? You know what I should have done? I should have gotten out my hot dog, walked over, had him roll down his window. I'm halfway eating my hot dog. Hey, man, I'm just going to finish that, this see, hot that's dog almost real quick. worse. I love the idea of just saying, oh, I'm waiting for my wife. She's inside. Or I'm waiting for my son or whoever. What if he goes, I'm patient. Oh, Oh, wait. <laughs> Good, then I'll eat my hot dog. And then I'm like, um, I need a random woman to get in my car, please. <laughs> this text says, definitely foul, Joey, especially at a busy store. Go park somewhere else and eat your food. So I, I don't think there's a consensus. It, okay. Most people, I mean, it's back and forth. Does it help that you know me? I'm a pretty quick eater, and it probably took two minutes and 45 seconds. I mean, it's like a song. Like, yeah, just I listen mean, to one more song on your radio. True, true. I mean, but still, that's a lifetime when you're sitting there waiting for a spot. I have been there before. I get anxiety loading kids into the car. So I've had this before where I'm trying to load two kids in two different car seats in the car and someone's waiting for my spot. So, see, I'm amazed and how long people will wait. that just drives me nuts because I'm like, you're putting so much pressure on me. I got to make sure they're buckled right and the little chest belts in the right spot and that they're all ready to go. And- so what's the difference if I spent five extra minutes in the food court eating Opposed to five extra minutes in my car eating. It's, it's five minutes. The, the the idea is that he sees you <laughs> as if you're leaving because you're getting into your car. I'm not saying you're in the wrong. I mean, I'm just saying it's your spot. Your I should have just done a Bluetooth phone call. Hey, hold on. I'm calling my mom. I just want to check in with her. I'll be out of this spot in no time. That awkward moment. It's Joey and Lauren. It is... That awkward moment where something awkward happens in your life. And Whitney, oh my gosh. She says, I just... Like, still blushing, still embarrassed, still doesn't know what to do. 
Uh, a little bit of a situation, too. Almost a little bit of a fix my life where we kind of need to help her out. It's like a hybrid. Yeah. So, uh, Whitney, uh, thanks for joining us on that awkward moment involving uh, a prized possession of your husband's, right? Yes. Um, I mean, this is kind of the dangers of the Marie Kondo life, I think, because I was de-junking our house, getting rid of a bunch of stuff, you know, donating clothes, decor, all that stuff. I realized afterwards, after I had dropped everything off and cleaned everything out, I donated by accident my husband's college football jersey. Okay, so your husband played and, college football, so he's already a cooler guy yeah. than I am. Um, and this is, I mean, I hate saying this. He's is actually your... the quarterback. Oh, so. okay. So he's, <laughs> I, so it's funny, Whitney, because my follow-up question, <laughs> no. I was going to be like, this dude the punter, or was he like the big deal, the big man on campus? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was, and he's had it for years. I mean, obviously it's not something he's wearing anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know that right. he could fit it anymore, but it's gone. It's oh, but this, totally this was like heyday time of his so. life. This is when he so, was like living, living his life. And so he's the quarterback and he had this Jersey, kept this Jersey, obviously. Why and how mm-hmm. did it get into this pile that you sent off? That's what I can't figure out. I mean, I never would have put it in there on purpose, and I must have just had it underneath another shirt or something because it's fully gone. I even called the store and was like, hey, I just dropped off all these bags. You know, could you look through them? They had no idea what I was talking about, of course. Yeah, because it's, you know, maybe your husband's a legend, and, like, the person that found it at the thrift store is like, well, I know what I'm doing. I'm wearing this around. I'm going to be Whitney's husband, the superstar. Oh, my gosh. Um, So... It's not something he doesn't wake up every morning, walk into his closet and say, there you are, baby, the glory days. Like, he's not going to notice this for years, right? No, I mean, it was just in a box. But I just don't know if I should say something to him or I kind of at this point I'm feeling like I'm going to take it to my grave and hope he never brings it up. Or if he does, if he does like years down the road and he's like, hey, honey, have you seen my jersey? You're like, no, I haven't. And then you guys chalk it up to somehow got lost over the years. But deep down inside, you know what you did and you donated it. Have you had a thought to go back to the store? Like, how long ago is this, by the way? Uh, It was about a week ago. So I, you know, I tried to find it, but they just don't have it. They don't know where it is. Okay. I was going to say, if you go back right away and then just start searching through their stuff that maybe they've put on the floor, but it's probably gone. Yeah. You know what? I I mean, it's it's long gone. I have definitely had that awkward moment where I throw away something. I am a, I am kind of a, I'm cut from the same cloth as you, Whitney. I like to get rid of stuff. I hate stuff. And so constantly all the time I'm like, throw it away, trash it, donate it, whatever it is. Um, but that is, I mean, here's the thing. Your husband can't go back to college and get that jersey again. Mm-mm. Like that's, Mm-mm. and that's the game mm-hmm. worn, everything. He's He's got memories right. in that thing. Well, you know, I and I don't know if you have children, Whitney, or if you are a weirdo like me, but um, I keep all of our baby's um, ultrasound photos. I keep those. I have them mm-hmm. in a little box, and I caught Joey throwing away a huge stack one day, and I lost my mind, and I started to cry. I was like, you can't throw those away. So I have a feeling that if your husband found out that you did this, like you were the person behind it, and it wasn't just lost by accident, you know what I mean, then maybe it makes mm-hmm. it even worse. So I don't know. Maybe you don't uh, say anything. I don't know. Well, that's a, that is certainly uh, Whitney. Very awkward considering that your uh, your quarterback. I mean, former quarterback. He's not still a quarterback. <laughs> I would love to see if he was. I was picturing this man just walking around with it too. By the way, like Saturday mornings, you know, watching the game. He's putting on his own jersey, but um, crack it that, open a cold one. That or is something. an awkward moment. Uh, let's do this, Whitney, to make you feel better. We'll have people call us, or you can text us as well. Six eight seven one nine. Have you ever accidentally gotten rid of something valuable and have that awkward feeling of, well, that's my bad? And maybe especially if it wasn't your valuable item, whatever that That may be. That makes it so much worse. So we'll let some other people share their stories, make you feel better about your husband's jersey, okay? Okay, thank you. Absolutely. Uh, Your answer's coming up next. That awkward moment. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment. Uh, How about an awkward time that you... Got rid of something you shouldn't have gotten rid of or threw something away that was very important. Uh, Whitney donated a bunch of clothes, and one of those items was her husband's college football jersey. Uh, I guess he was a quarterback, kind of a big deal. And she's like, listen, it was it was in a pile that I thought was good to go, good to donate. I find out later. I try to call. They don't know where it is. All these things. Uh 
Ben heard this story. I think this is worse than some college football jersey. Ben, welcome to that awkward moment. So you think your story's even worse than Whitney's? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, okay. Uh, what did you throw uh, away? Uh, so uh, I was I, – I don't like clutter. I'm, I like, you know, like I, I am constantly, like, purging stuff that hasn't been used or sure. touched, you know, mm-hmm. like for a year or whatever. And I uh, I was going through some stuff that it – that was in storage and uh, it was a box of books and I, I got rid of it. And uh, unfortunately that box uh, contained our son's baby book that my wife had like, you know, during that whole first year when she stayed home with yeah. him, oh you know, like it, it oh, had the ultrasounds, it had, you know, the, the, the lock of hair. Oh, I mean, like the baby you teeth know, or whatever. Yeah. Is, his his little his little footprints in oh, ink. I mean, she had, it was. Oh man, I'm. I mean, that's right. Can I tell you? She made it so sweet. I'm honestly I, like tearing up thinking about this because it makes me so sad. Bad. I mean, me with Way my babies, I keep little things like that too. So I imagine yeah. your wife. I mean, she knows about this. I imagine she's she's discovered that you threw this oh, yeah. out. Or yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, it's like, no, yeah, she has no I, idea. I, I, I'm still in trouble about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did that go when she found out? I mean, I, honestly, she, I felt terrible. I mean, she cried. She was upset. You know, she. Yeah, that's. Um, oh. You know, it was. Uh, I screwed up. Yeah. So, yeah, you um, did. Let me say I, this. I, I think terrib- it's. I felt terrible. Oh. To give I you a to, to give you a silver lining, Ben. I think it feels worse now than it will five years from now. I know well, that how sounds. How long has it been? Well, it's been, yeah, I mean, it's been five years, so I oh, mean, like, okay. but, like uh, never mind. I, okay. I, still, so I still hear about it. Yeah, I'll I thought this thing would go it. away. Gosh. I've been like, here I am, I'm I'm sitting, uh, growing adult, and I don't think about my, I don't have a baby, but it's actually one of the big controversies in my life is that <laughs> my mom, I was the youngest in my family, and my mom was kind of like, well, I just wanted to spend time with you rather than put things in a book, so I don't really have that. I do have my first right. haircut, though. I still have my first haircut. Wow! So you'll, um, some your son yeah. will never say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we love you, man. Uh, that's pretty uh, bad. Uh, yeah. The- okay, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat with our kids. Our kids are very young, and I'm always thinking about. Gosh, I want to remember this. I want to remember uh, this funny thing he said or that funny thing he did. And I have been really bad about documenting stuff. And so I want to. It's something I'm trying well, to do. And then years from now, well, you love looking back on it, so I can understand why she was upset. Um, I mean, yeah. is she forgiving you even in the slightest? Do you never talk about your it anymore? Yeah, anything, no. right? You're still married. No, no. I mean, she's—I I guess she's forgiving me, but like you know, it still gets brought up once in a while. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Wow. Ben's like my ex-wife. You're talking about that left me. You know, no, uh, Ben. No, hey, we survive. Okay, you're the man. Okay, you're the man, and I'm sure you now uh, pay extra close to anything you throw away. So thanks now for the call, man. You never throw anything yeah, away. You got that right. Oh, that's awesome. Well, that's uh, Ben with the with the call there. You can text us as well six eight seven one nine. Uh, some people saying they've thrown away tax documents or like things where oh, they've been shoot. audited and then later on. You know what? I grew up thinking because this is how my mom was. I grew up thinking you had to save every receipt. So I remember when we first got married, I'd go to the gas station, fill up the tank, and I'd be like, keep the receipt. And I was like, no, you can't throw it away. You got to put it in a box because what if what if somehow like – the IRS comes for you, and you got to prove oh. that you've filled up your gas tank. I mean, crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, because that's what they're going to look exactly. at. Exactly. Uh, my sister-in-law is a professional organizer. That is her job. That's what she does, professional organizer. I'd love to get her thoughts on on stuff like this, keeping the locks of hair, keeping little stuff like that, because I'm sure she would say, don't worry about it. But to me, I'm like, I want to hold on to stuff like that. Uh, a couple of texts, this one saying, I threw away our first baby's uh, hospital outfit. Oof. That I yeah. swore I wanted to keep forever, and I accidentally threw it out. I'm really torn because I'm normally not a sentimental person, but when you hear Ben there explain footprints, for it's almost like if you begin to collect it, it's much tougher when you get rid of it rather than just like never, never doing, doing it, it at all. Yeah. So yeah. if they never did the footprints, they never kept right. the first haircut, then it's no big deal. But it's like when you hold on to it and then you lose it, it becomes uh, that much like worse. It's like it's out there somewhere yeah. in a landfill or uh, something. 68719 says, I almost accidentally got rid of my wife's wedding dress before I caught myself going to Goodwill. So you caught yourself. Oh my gosh. So like what, you're on the way with clothes you, and you, you accidentally get a wedding dress in a car. 
Like, I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this some, is a big on, bag. Some, some wedding dresses aren't as big and fluffy. Yeah. Like, some are, are smaller. Well, keep texting us, 68719. It's Joey and Lauren. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Joey and Lauren. I feel like now, officially, we are a uh, financial advisor show. We are giving you financial advice, which normally has to come with a warning, which is don't take any of our advice. It's just our opinion only, blah, 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 blah. But... Apparently, you found a list of toys that you may have at your house that are worth a bunch of money. These are toys from back in the day. You probably had many of these toys or or even magazines, books, action figures, whatever it is. And these, if you still have them, the originals, not some that's been remade or you come out now, whatever. If you have some of these original toys and items, they could be worth a ton of money. When you were a kid, were you ever into keeping things in the box? Like I had a friend that would keep like, um, oh gosh, what are they called? Playmobil. Have you heard of Playmobil? Do you remember Playmobil? I have, at all? but I don't know. Well, it didn't work out for him because they're not worth oh, okay. anything. But <laughs> I had for a while he was saving them. And then I had another friend that Star Wars. So yes. as a kid, mm-hmm. which I think is really tough, I understand adults buying toys and collecting them, as weird as that sounds, but at least they have the yeah. they have the control to not want to play with it. Mm-hmm. But my good friend would buy Star Wars action figures and keep them in the box. And I wonder oh, wow. what he's done with them. I have uh, no idea. My aunt, growing up, I should check in with her. Maybe she's sitting on a fortune. She had she had a room, I'm not joking, filled with Barbies, like original Barbies yeah, in, the, in case. the packaging. I bet they're worth quite a bit of money. Yeah, see, Especially and- the like limited edition Barbies, like the Princess Barbie yeah. or the, you know, whatever. The Royal Barbie. I could I never know. do it. I could never do it. Okay, so these are, yes. are you going to tell us like the value they are yeah, too Yeah, so this now? is how much it could be worth now versus what it was okay. back in the day. Oh, I love so this. So the Light Bright. Did you ever have a Light Bright? No, but our boss has one in his yeah, office. Yeah, you can still get Light Brights, but I'm thinking this means like the original, like one of these Light Brights from back in the day. Okay. Original price was $10. Today, worth $320. Oh, so that's a nice little turnaround. That's worth it. Okay. Polly Pockets. I had one Polly Pocket. I was obsessed with it. However, I lost the pieces all the time because they were teeny, teeny, tiny. Yeah. Polly Pocket, the carry and play dream home specifically was $19.99, now worth $550 if you still have that. I remember watching the Polly Pocket commercials. They didn't have a stupid song with it. Polly Pocket. Polly I don't remember bucket. the song. If there's a Polly in your pocket. Bucket. I don't remember the song. I can't remember. Molly the American Girl doll. American Girl dolls. Uh, are I know huge are normally worth a lot. Collectors yeah. items. Now but are those Molly. ones glass or they're like a doll, mm-hmm. like plastic? I okay. They're not glass. I don't no, think they're, they're not glass either. Glass. No, Molly the American Girl doll was eighty-two dollars. Well, it's pretty hefty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from back then, and then it is worth today twelve hundred dollars. That's not, not bad. A, not a bad turnaround. Uh, strawberry shortcake dolls. I had one. I have no idea where it is. Now worth twelve hundred dollars. You know, I am grateful it you're was bringing up six dollars. Yeah, back that, in the that's, day, that's a great profit margin right there. Did you ever have a super soaker? Yes, I did. Super soakers on the list. How much? Used to be six ninety nine. Is now worth three hundred dollars. Oh man, I'm gonna ask. I guarantee you. My mom still has the super soaker somewhere. I guarantee you, she does. You think so? My mom holds oh, on, hangs to on to everything. everything. I think that's a mom thing. Yeah, a lot she, of moms I do. Get, I still remember what my super soaker looked like, and now it's worth three hundred. Do you remember garbage pail kids? Yes. cards. The collector's cards. Yes, absolutely. Garbage pail kids cards. Oh, don't tell cards. me. Used to be three seventy five, three dollars seventy five cents for a set. Today could be worth four thousand dollars. Oh man, is Pogs on this list? You remember? I haven't Pogs? seen Pogs yet. Okay, because man, my brother had a ton of them. A ton of them. We all know the craze that was Beanie Babies. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. I was Thousands so jealous. Dollars, my cousin had imagine. There's a Happy Meal teeny beanie baby. Specifically, the teeny beanie baby from a Happy Meal. $2 was the original price. Now worth $10,000. Oh, man. I remember when McDonald's did those little beanie babies. And I remember yeah. like parents. Did they have, like, the little hook on him? Like the clamp yep, hook? They had a little hook on him. And I remember parents literally lines, lines at McDonald's. In fact... I remember, true story, my brother, or not my brother, my friend, his mom took him to like five different McDonald's. Just to and get she, it? She ordered a Happy Meal, got one. She would wow. make him walk in with his own money to get one because it was they were doing something like only, you know, one per customer Limited or whatever. T- yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember like he was like, oh, yeah, I spent like all day driving to different towns and different McDonald's. How about this? The Pez Dispenser. 
Now, this says Pez Dispenser from the World's Fair in 1982. So maybe so like the first ever. It might be a very specific Pez Dispenser. Originally, it was worth a buck ninety-nine. I just want you to guess. Ten thousand. Thirty-three thousand oh dollars. Oh my word! Uh, the Game Boy. Did you have a Game Boy? I did have a Game Boy. Okay, Game Boy uh, five eighty. Now, well, if you got I don't it, know what model mine is. Mine's the big gray They're one. They're saying though. the one from 1989. Okay. Uh, I bet it's from 1989, the one I had, because it was a hand me down from my brothers. Man, they made a Game Boy back yeah. in the 80s? Oh, yeah. No. So the Game Boy, that, wow. and I guarantee you my mom still has it, it's got to be from 89 easily. Okay. How about the original? How much Barbie? is it? Oh, I told you it was 580. Oh, okay. Did I I'll say take 580? That, yeah. I thought you were saying that was the I model did. I said number. Five eighty. No, I'm sorry. Five hundred and eighty dollars. Oh, okay, is the price. that's not bad. Back then it was ninety bucks. Yeah. Now five eighty. Um, the original Barbie from 1959 <sighs> was three dollars. Is now worth twenty seven thousand four hundred and fifty dollars. Someone out there's got to have an original Barbie. Oh, the Easy Bake Oven. I I I had the knockoff Easy Bake Oven. Um, I didn't know they made a knockoff. Yeah, that's fifteen bucks. Today we're three hundred and five dollars. See, I'm glad you brought up. I thought this list was going to be, you know, all the ridiculously rare things. But these are things there, you there may have. There are some have. pretty rare things yeah, on the list. But. but like an original Game Boy from 89, I guarantee you mm. someone's got that or right now. Or oven? Yeah. Totally. That's get how your, I cook my food. Do it. Joey and Lauren in the morning. I'll tell you what, man. I, uh, it's Joey and Lauren. I drank a little NyQuil. I took some NyQuil. That sounded weird, me just saying I drank a little. Drank a little but NyQuil. I, 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 it, you know what? <laughs> you took NyQuil. Yeah, I took NyQuil last night. Okay. And I remember saying to myself, I was like, Where's the line if I, cause I, you know, obviously we have to get up super early. So I took it at nine, like 10. <laughs> Here I am yawning. Oh my gosh. So I, I took, I took NyQuil at like nine ten last night and I was like, I'm hoping I don't feel it. I still right it. now. Yeah. There's, there's a cutoff. There's a cutoff. If you're going to take any type of medicine that has the oh, sleepy man. agent, whatever that is, uh, there is a cutoff. Cause it's like, you don't want to take it too late. Cause then you're going to be dead the next morning. And then if you take it to her, yeah, there's there's a balance. So from now on, new rule in my life, only take NyQuil if I don't have anything the next morning, especially if that thing starts at like four something in the morning when I wake <laughs> up. Because I like, I, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm like, I think it's because I've still got a little bit yeah. of the NyQuil. I always me. feel a little dazed when I have any type of medicine that makes you drowsy. My body feels heavy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and so It's like you weigh like 500 pounds. Yeah, I had to yeah. go to the bathroom and I felt like a bobblehead. I was like... <laughs> And, like, right now, I'm telling you, if you're listening to this and I just start, like, if you just hear a, and I just hit the mic, I will fall asleep. You pass out. So, like, I am, I I am feeling it right I now. I got you. No worries. Uh, this this 28-year-old guy that fell off the cruise ship, have you been following well, okay, this story? Okay, so I don't know much about it. It's All I insane. know is he was, was it 16 hours? 20 hours. Okay, 20 hours. So, there's, the. this is all I know. Story about a guy who fell off a cruise ship. Yeah. And was treading water for twenty hours, yep. and they found him. People yep. found him. They went back and found him, or but something. But like, well, he's been he's been everywhere. He's been on Good Morning America and today. I know show. a lot of people have been questioning if he was drinking, and he's like, "No, I'm not." And um, everyone's like, "How?" See, this Why is, is what that he important, says. Though, I mean, I, I understand that's important to know, but also it's like he fell off. He fell off. It's like, almost. It feels like somebody said gonna, they think the yeah. cruise ship was like, "Hey, like." We'll take care of you. Do not say you were drunk because we don't want people to think, oh, man, yeah, cruise ships are a bunch of drunk people falling off of ships all the time, okay. which is it's so, truly not so the case. So what's the new development? Because okay. I'm honestly in the dark. A well, bit. it's what the Coast Guard said. I just I just don't know how they can come up with this line. But let me just first give you the details. So a man falls off a cruise ship and for 20 hours he's treading water and he was he was survived by the Coast terrifying. Guard. 28-year-old uh, man, he falls off into the Gulf of Mexico uh, he fell off around uh, ten forty or eleven p.m. Mm-hmm. and then ten forty-five the next morning is when his family. He was with his siblings and stuff. Is when his family were like, "Oh, where's James?" Right. Mm-hmm. So think about that. You fall off the ship at eleven at night, and by ten forty-five in the morning, realize? they don't even How realize. Do they not know? Was he not sharing a room with someone? Uh, eleven, they have known? eleven at night. I mean, maybe if you they know, were asleep. They, yeah, maybe some of them are asleep. Maybe he goes, "I'll go take a walk," and then they're probably like, "Oh, maybe he went to bed." I don't know. But he fell Got off at it. eleven. Here's what's weird. He's been interviewed by you know Good Morning America. He says he can't remember falling off the cruise ship. He doesn't know how he ended up in the water, but he's like, "No, no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't drunk." So he but says. But he can't remember. Now he falling. says he lost consciousness. Maybe Did, so that's he what he's thinking. Out or? Yeah, and he says he had drinks on board, but he wasn't drunk. Either way, he gets survived by the Coast Guard. Okay, so he, he went to go find a bathroom at eleven, and that's how he fell off. That's what he says. Find a bathroom. 
He went to go find a bathroom at 11 o'clock at night. Did he leave his room to find a bathroom? There's a bathroom in your room. No, I think he was out and about. He was out and about. I was pretty sure he was out and about. But like the idea, again. Not important. Let me just read to you. He tells Good Morning America he didn't remember falling from the cruise ship and doesn't remember how he ended up in the water. Mm -hmm. Don't you feel like that's a memorable moment falling off a cruise ship? I I don't don't feel like that's something you don't want to remember, but yeah. Yeah, he also. He also but said, "But what if he pa- like he had an episode of something passed out right by the edge?" Maybe, of the- maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe he passed well, you'd out. You have to like, man. I'm trying to think. I've so I've been on one cruise. I feel like you'd have to kind of climb over the railing. That's it's that's pretty. why a lot of people are very confused huh. by this. So he, okay. so you're right. Maybe he yeah. pa- he was doing the Titanic thing with his arms wide open, and maybe he passed out and fell over, and then the- fell over. Huh. He also, so treading water for more than 15 hours, which, what goes through your mind when you're doing that? What pure, goes through your mind? panic. I wouldn't survive. I don't it's think amazing he's alive. I would not have survived. I would have totally panicked and drowned. Because I think if you panic, then you probably would Talking end up Talking about drowning. it right now, I'm, I'm feeling like a pressure in my chest because it makes me anxious. He no says way. he was focused on staying afloat and was, this is a pretty inspirational quote, I will say. He was dead set on making it out there. He says, I was never accepting that this is it, that oh, this is going to be the end of my so life. Scary. Also, he felt something hit his foot and he saw a fin. Shut but he doesn't up. know what it was. Yep. And he says he went, listen to this. He says, I, I felt something. I felt some animal in the water came up on me quick. <laughs> I went under. I could see it. It wasn't a shark, I don't believe, but I had more of a flat mouth and it came and bumped one of my legs. Oh, maybe a... A whale yeah. of sort? Like how big was it? Either way. Yeah. So what did the Coast Guard say? The Coast Guard, this is what I wanted to talk about. The Coast Guard said that he was about 30 seconds to a minute from dying if they didn't find him. How can they say that? seconds? Yes. Yes. They said that it was. he was like 30 seconds from dying. And then that. that how do they determine that? I, that's exactly. incredible. That's I, true. Holy. And like, I'm, I'm not trying to be rude, but you hear these stories all the time where someone says, oh, if it was two inches to the left or two inches to the right, it would have killed you or something. They'll say that. But this is, they said he was like 30 seconds to a minute and he would have been gone. Yeah, I understand that, oh, if that would have hit you an inch yeah. to the right or the left, that makes sense because you can visually see where it would puncture something that could kill you. But the the timing, like how do yeah. you determine exactly 30 seconds to I, a minute? I mean, wow. it's, it's amazing. Wow. He, uh, he had mild hypothermia. He was dehydrated 20 hours Gosh. in the water. But, like, the whole story is like, I don't know how I got in the water. Here That's I was. That's incredible. And then good, the Coast Guard good, good saves him. him. Wow. And wow, then wow, the, wow. the shark or whatever. It's amazing. It's Joey and Lauren. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand.